welcome to the STL Soccer Report. Brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. All right, welcome back. I'm uh, hanging out here with Matt Spearman once again, kind of checking in at the end of the season. We talked pretty early, relatively early in the season. And uh, today we're outside the Soulard Farmer's Market. We got some, uh, some Bogarts. How'd you feel about Bogarts? Very good. The yeah, you liked the it? turkey was good. Cool. Yeah, smoked turkey is pretty delicious. Uh, we'll have to. You'll have to if you come back here. You got to get the ribs. I meant to tell you that earlier. Oh, okay. The ribs are really good here. But um, yeah, so we're gonna hang out and talk about the season a little bit. Let's just kind of dip right into that. Uh, it was a rough season. Yeah. Um, for everybody, uh, let's talk about just how it was for you personally. How you felt about the season in general. Well, obviously the expectations are pretty high for us. Um, just with you know the coach that we brought in and and the players um, we definitely expected to, to do a lot better and uh, you know we we even showed some signs early on whenever we we had those you know I think four straight games where we picked up I think we had three wins and a tie against some of the better teams in the league and and throughout the season we had some good moments where you were like well this is a real team but um, you know, obviously it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to for, I'm sure, multiple reasons. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, as a, as a, you know, someone who takes a lot of pride in, you know, how I perform and, and you know, how the team performs and stuff, um, and I'm sure everybody can say that, they, they do feel a little disappointed, especially to let down the fans. And, and stuff, especially with, with the guys we had and the group we had, and um, you know, I definitely feel like there was more to be, there was more for us. We just, for some, for whatever reason, we couldn't we couldn't put it together, and um, it was tough. It was really tough um, when that final whistle blew at at, uh, at Harrisburg. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and we're kind of digging in deep and, and yeah. heavy right from the get-go. And you know what? Since we're here, I, let's just stick with it. Um, you know, if, if there was one thing to kind of fix this season or if there was one thing that you knew was just killing the team this year, if you were honest with yourselves or with everyone on the team, or even maybe the coaches said this about the year, uh, what would you say that is? Well, you know, for every goal you give up, there's usually – there's usually, you know, one or two. Most, more than, t more, more often than not, there's more than one mistake being made by the team. And it seemed like, you know, when we did make that one mistake, however, however big it was, there was never that, you know, second person, or, or it seemed like there was never that second person to come bail, bail out whoever made the mistake. It was always just, you know, the mistake, and then, and then it was a goal, or then it was maybe, you know. A PK or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it always seemed like when one thing one thing happened, we, we never really could. Uh, we never had like the, the cover, I guess, um, the security of like having another player come and, and bail them out, and and that hurt. I mean, it's it's tough whenever you make you play really well, and then for 90 minutes, and then you, you maybe someone makes a mistake, and then uh, gives up a pen, and you, you walk away with a tie or, mm -hmm. or something like that, and. You know, I think that happened throughout the year, but um, it, it was just tough because we never we never got those breaks. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, you said you might have just said this. If I'm sorry if I missed it, but 
before when we were talking about this, you mentioned, you know, you know, a goal doesn't happen from one given mistake. Yeah. You know, it's a series of mistakes typically. And, and then, you know, ideally in, in certain circumstances, someone is, is there to kind of build, build out yeah. the series of mistakes perhaps. So exactly. Um, that's not just a one person or one group messing up there. So, yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, anything else you want to kind of take, talk about the season? Like, were there some, hey, let's talk about this. What were some shining moments for you personally as an individual player? Like some of your best memories of, of the season? Um, I mean, I really like the guys. Uh, you know, it's my first time being out of California, but just the, the group that we had, a um, bunch of good guys and they made me really feel, feel at home. Uh, they made the adjustment a little easier, mm-hmm. but, um, and the fans were obviously awesome. There was, I want to say, at Chicago, when we were playing Chicago, there was that one moment where the fans all started cheering and kind of like, you know, in the second half at one point, and that was that was really cool. Uh, I, it almost kind of like blew me away. I, I was on the field at the time, and I kind of stopped thinking about the game for a second and just kind of looked around. That was really cool. And um, also just, I mean, there were so many times in... in I mean, you could point to any game where we looked, I, I felt like we kind of looked like, you know, a, a solid team. We were playing well. And um, so, that, I mean, there's there's definitely stuff you can take away from pretty much, every, I would say, almost every game we played. There was moments where we, we looked good. and um, But just whenever we had those, those bad moments, we kind of, we never got bailed out or we were never able to bend and not break. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, that... I think there was times too where we were a little, you know, unlucky uh, with calls or bounces and stuff. But you know, it just it happened so much. It was it was difficult. But th- there was there were definitely a lot of positives. I think like if if you watched our games and not just watched the scoreline every time, you would say, okay, there's there's something there that you know we can build on. And yeah, um, I think that's, that's fair to say, even though we you know didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and this is all hypothetical, but, you know, you mentioned building on if, if we were to have Precky next year, which neither one of us know about that. So yeah, people knows. looking for some kind of uh, breaking news, we have no clue <laughs> here. But uh, let's say he does come back and, um, you know, next year, if he comes back, hopefully we keep a certain amount of players. We don't know that either. But if that happens, let's say that's maybe best case scenario to, uh, you know, to us. And <laughs> some people yeah. would disagree. Well, let's say that's best case scenario. Like, you guys aren't starting from scratch next year. We got not only are you guys kind of coming in, maybe a majority of you knowing Precky's system in and out, um, if he does something similar, which I imagine he would. Um, yeah. Not only that, but you have relationships. You're already friends with, with these guys. And, you know, there was no divisive relationship within team to player to player that I knew of. So. Yeah. Um, you know, there are things to build on. You know, Precky's not just trying to you know, BS us over here when he's talking to the press saying, you know, we're building on it. Like, I truly think that's true. Is that something you would agree with? Yeah, definitely. Um, just the familiarity of playing with him. I think early on, uh, like in preseason especially, you saw like the, and throughout the season, there were, there were growing pains and stuff, but I would say for the most part towards the end latter half of the season we had some some good performances you know sometimes we didn't pick up the points but 
Um, we, we did, we did, I think, grow as a team more, and, and he mentioned it a few times um, when he would talk to us that uh, the difference between where we started and where we, we ended, it, it was pretty big. Obviously, yeah. uh, we were still disappointed with how it ended and stuff, but uh, we did grow, and, and there's definitely that. And that's not to say we don't need any more help or anything. We're not, you know, a perfect sure. team, obviously. Um, but there's there's a lot of pieces to work uh, that we can work with that there's that are already here and hopefully that stay here. Yeah, and so while we're on the topic, you know, we don't know who's coming back, including yourself. We don't know what the plans are here for you or for the team. But if if a, if Preki did come back and um, each player was sitting down thinking, what's my next move here, and including yourself. What are the benefits if you made like a pro con list of playing for Pracky next year? What would be in the pro column there? In the pro column, training, training is uh, it's very intense. It's uh, it's it's very competitive. It's very uh, productive. We get a, we get a lot done. We learn a lot. Um, whether we're working on you know the other team and what to look for. Uh, when we're you know pre-gaming for them, or um, you know even just training with each other, we we we, go, we run through some um, you know good drills and stuff. So in terms of like the player development and training, uh, it'd be hard to say that you could find anything better anywhere else in, in that category. So I mean that is a huge a huge pro. And then obviously learning from somebody who's been there, he's you know played at the highest level and. As well, he's he's coached at pretty much the highest level in the MLS, um, and he's done well in all those places. So he knows what he's doing. He, uh, you know, at times this year maybe you know you, you can be frustrated with how things went, but um, I think if you're around the team and if you compared the team to you know any other team, you would you would rate um, rate his methods uh, pretty well, I would say. Based on my experience, you know, I'm a younger player, so I, I haven't really played for a whole lot of, of coaches, but um, this has definitely been a good move for me in my career. Mm, that's well put. Um, well, let's kind of leave the sad, dreary stuff behind. Yeah. You got one last game on Saturday, and um, after that, like, what's your what's your practical plans? Like, you got to flight out at some point? Do you know what you're doing in that regard? Well, I'm actually driving. Oh. Yeah, I'm driving because I brought my car, oh, and yeah. I'm uh, I'm not on the Ivan Mirkovich uh, salary, so <laughs> I'm not going to be flying. Ivan I'm not going to be flying and send, <laughs> shipping my car. Um, I like it. Yeah, so I'm going to be driving out. You know, whenever the season's officially over and, and all the business is taken care of and sure. and everything, um, and I'm just going to go home and you know recharge the batteries. And uh, home for you is. Uh, California, Southern California, like uh, Irvine, Newport Beach, Orange County-ish area. So, yeah, I'm excited to go back. Uh, I'm going to miss St. Louis for sure, but... Um, it's good to hear. It, yeah. You didn't have to say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I will. And um, people are so nice here, but it's going to be good to be back home. Yeah, I mean, even leaving Bogarts, I was like, man, I wonder if anyone, like, we were thanked by three guys walking out the door. Yeah, we you were. Know, like, I don't know if that happens in Irvine. Well, we have Chick-fil-A, so. Oh, okay. So we get a little taste you of You get that. a lot of, it's my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chick-fil-A out in Irvine. Uh, 
which feels very scripted and un- yeah. <laughs> but uh, cool. So what's the what's the first thing you want to do when you get back home? As far as uh, no, what's just in general? What's the first thing you want to do? Uh, okay, well, definitely gonna go to the beach. Yeah. In the first couple of days that I get I get back. No muddy water. Yeah, no muddy okay. water. Um, no flooding. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to the beach. Gonna go to In and Out nice. for sure. Yep. In and Out. How do you order it? I go. I usually go two double doubles. Nice. And then just fries. It's <laughs> a lot of food. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's perfect for uh, after game. Uh, oh, you do this in the on, like in the season too? I do this. In, yeah. It's you know you need the grease after the games. That's awesome. And the protein and and it's just good. And they're open till one thirty. Yeah. So. It's just perfect. It works out. And that's a big negative living in St. Louis. Yeah, I, I definitely miss it. Um, but yeah, I just say hi to my family, just spend time with them, and good. Just recharge, get ready for you know the next season. Yeah, and so we were talking the other day before the uh, under 17 World Cup game. I went up to a soccer park. Uh, it was really cool to hang out and talk soccer with you guys before the game started. Everyone was kind of there and. Uh, you mentioned how um, I asked you what you were going to do, and you're like, yeah, in the offseason, I, I train, hang out with a bunch of USL guys, and it's like this group of tons of mostly USL guys, maybe some college guys, and sometimes higher level. Tell yeah. me about what that was like. You said it was a really good uh, game or two, two seasons ago when you were right out of college. Yeah, so... Uh this was me uh, just getting ready for my first pro season with the Blues. Um, I showed up. Uh, I'd been playing with them for a little bit, but it, we basically just show up. We play like six aside, seven aside uh, with two goalies. But this one day I showed up, and, it, and it's always you know USL guys, and then um, like Benny Failhaber will also kind of join us. Uh, and you know a few maybe one or two other MLS guys but it's mostly USL guys Mm -hmm. but on this particular day I walk up and uh, I'm looking around there's a few more people than there usually are so I start noticing really noticing who like who it is and you know I see first person I see is Sasha Kleshin so I'm like (laughs) okay this is pretty sweet and then I see uh, Dom Dwyer and then I see Steve Birnbaum then I see um, Servando Carrasco, and then I see uh, you know Hector Jimenez and AJ De La Garza. And, Crazy. And yeah, and Dave Romney, Daniel Stairs, just a bunch of guys, and and I'm getting excited at this point. And we yeah. ended up playing, and uh, you know we I think we had ten teams of ten. But uh, 10 of the guys were MLS guys. The other 10 were, like, USL guys. And we just played, oh. like... So all the MLS guys were on the same team? No, no, no. Oh. We, we played, uh, like, captain's pick or, okay. or whatever. So there was two teams, and and they, were, they just started picking players. And I ended up getting to play uh, run the middle with, with Sasha and, and uh, Benny. And that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Yeah, and you were, like... They were both playing kind of number 10s. Yeah, I was kind of sitting. Dual 10s. I was sitting. I had Dom right up my butt the whole time trying to chase me down from behind. And he's a hard worker. I was I was impressed with his work rate. Sure. 
So how about the other guys? First of all, that's an amazing experience. Yeah, that was uh, cool. But how about the other guys? What were they like? Who stuck out in the crowd of all the MLSers? Or maybe not Who just MLSers? Out. Sasha, he, st he definitely stuck out. Mm. And Benny, I mean, they're two of the you know, best players this country has. And, yeah. and they're both really fun to play with, the way they move the ball. Read the with, game. With, yeah, the way they read the game, how clean they are on the ball. Um, so, I don't know how it happened, but Sasha ended up playing me in behind, I think, twice <laughs> in that game. <laughs> I, I don't know if I was supposed to be making runs, but he found me. <laughs> Props to him. That doesn't surprise me at all. That's hilarious. Yeah. So would you say, Benny, go, go protect in the back? Where I was think Benny? So. I, maybe we were all attacking. Maybe it was maybe. like a jailbreak attack. I don't know. I just I just remember it happening. Yeah, like I don't know. Did Birnbaum make any runs in that game? Uh, I think I think I was playing against him. Okay, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, anything else about that experience? Uh, I mean, it's just you know, obviously for me, I was coming out of college, so it was really it was really interesting to you know see how you stack up against players like that and. It gives you a lot of confidence, especially for a young player. You like to have moments where you can really like look, look back at and, and say, okay, you know, especially when you're having a down time, like a down game, or you haven't been playing well, your confidence is low. It's it's nice to be able to draw back um, and re remind yourself that you you can play with you know good players, and you are a good player. Yeah. And you, when you've been around good players, you've played well and. So it's, it, that memory is definitely one that I look back on whenever I have bad days and I feel like the worst soccer player on earth. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's nice to have those moments to look back on and remind myself that I'm not, I'm not all that bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, confidence is huge in, in the pro level of any sport, so that's, that's big. Absolutely. Um, and that's something you have um, every off season. You get to go home, and you said this, this is like right behind the backyard. Yeah, it's, it's like maybe this field is maybe 70 yards from my house. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you can brew up some coffee, put on some clothes, walk out the door, and play with some pro soccer players. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty great to have. Better. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine you'll be doing some of that in this off season. Yes, definitely. You're going to get some uh, kind of talk to all those guys, see where they're all planning to go, see what their agents have in store for them. Mm-hmm. It'll be good to kind of just be around all those guys in a, in a fun setting rather yeah, than it's, a competitive it's, setting. It's really nice because, you know, it, it's, it is competitive. You know, all those guys, they are very competitive. And, you know, whenever the game starts, <laughs> it's, not, it's not as much, you know, messing around. But, but it's, still, it's still kind of light. You know, it's not, you're not getting paid to be out there. It's not, you know, as, as serious. Um, guys still, at you. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're messing up, guys do start yelling. <laughs> that's for sure. But... But it is, it is, you know, lighter than, than it is during the season, obviously. Nice. Um, but it, it's, it's a lot of fun just being around, you know, guys that are going through the same things as you and yeah. have stories when they come back from, you know, their seasons and stuff. So it's, it's interesting. That's cool. Well, anything else you want to kind of cover before we sign off here? It's been a while since we talked. You've come a long way. Yeah. It's a long season, too. It is. It's getting longer every year. Yeah. Are you ready for your body to kind of recharge, feeling it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's it definitely uh, a bummer the way we ended the season, but I think the U.S. not making the World Cup is even a, a bigger bummer. Yeah, I think everyone's bumming right now pretty hard, pretty yeah. hard. Yeah, I thought about, like, talking about it with you, but, like, 
we already did kind of talk about it. It's like, just what do you say, you know? <laughs> yeah. We could all go off on a million different things and not one thing caused the problem. Yeah. And we kind of, every player I've talked to has kind of said the same thing about St. Louis, where it's just like, yeah, you can talk all day about every tiny little nick and cranny and problem with, with every club, but nailing one problem down and fixing it, it's just not that easy or else, you know, it, we'd be in first place. No yeah, problem, you exactly. Know? So um, lots to kind of ponder for the U.S., for St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Um, luckily, you know, as bad as it was for St. Louis, I think it, it feels good to not be a, a national team player on this day. Yeah, so. definitely. All right, Matt. Thanks again for joining me today. Appreciate talking to you, and uh, good luck in the off season. I hope, hope we see you next year. Yeah, hopefully, man. All right, man. Thank you for listening to the STL Soccer Report, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, BGN.FM, and STLSoccerReport.com. If you have any questions you'd like read on air, please send them to STLSoccerReport at gmail.com.